Welcome to the Expand with Nicole podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hope, a health and breathwork coach who is passionate about all things wellness. My goal is to break down big information into little bites, providing you with facts and actionable steps that you can incorporate into your life right away. If you're ready to learn along with me, let's get started. Today, I have such a special guest. I have Toshia Shaw, who is the CEO and founder of the Flowing Lotus Center, where she is a transformational life coach, a psychotherapist, and a mindfulness and spiritual teacher. She's a certified Reiki master and a sound healer, and she uses her intuition to locate and correct imbalances in her client's energy flow. And she does this by focusing on physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness through Reiki, sound healing, pranayama, breath alignment, and meditation classes. So thank you for being here and listen in as we learn all about sound healing. I'm a woman from the South and we talk in the deep South. I'm from, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> we don't do uh, mythical mysticism, um, new age. We don't talk about what was Reiki. I have, girl, I have no clue, you know, at that age, all I knew was Jesus. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord, you know, and, um, but something, something kind of traumatic happened and I needed to find solace. And I drove to the mountains and I, did I, I mean, I just needed to go and, and go to the highest place. I needed to get away from people. And I did. And I wailed in, in the mountain. And I was alone. And I mean, I wailed. And I just said, you know, I, I, uh, I surrender all <laughs> to, you, to you, God. I'm laughing because I didn't know the gravity of that like I don't think you know people play around with spirituality and they they do things and they you know right now Reiki and and sound healing and um, mindfulness is the end thing but you know uh, I was doing stuff and I didn't know what the heck was going on and my mother she is the I said one day you got to sit down in these in these interviews with me because people don't understand, but my family, uh, my mother uh, knew. So the women on, on my mom's side are very, <laughs> very special, very um, spiritual. And because they were raised in the South, they could not explore that mm-hmm. as young, you know, black women. And to do so would really cause a problem. You know, what are you doing? This is devilment. This is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. This is that and that. You know, in the South, it's like they don't, they're not open. And uh, they wouldn't know where to start. But she stated from a very, when I was little, we're talking in in the walker. I was, a, she calls me strange. She was like, that's a super strange thing. <laughs> you just knew. <laughs> I just me. You know, then I could see things and as a very small and, you know, right now, being a clinician, you know, we call that hallucinations. You know, oh, you're hallucinating and auditory and visual. And, um, you know, back then it was scary. So I just didn't pay attention to it. I kind of blocked it. Like, what in the hell? <clears throat> because if I talk about it, I'm going to be crazy. And so I got to be quiet about these experiences. 
Um, so when I went to surrender in the mountains, I didn't know that the creator was going to hold me to my promise. Young folks always do that. You're in college. You stay out. You're drunk all night. Oh, if you just let me pass this exam, I mm -hmm. promise I won't drink anymore. If you just let me, I promise I won't have sex without protection. I won't have sex anymore. <laughs> I'm done, done. I'm done. Okay. How many times do we promise, make these promises? And we're just like, we don't. No. Um, yeah. The, the creator made me stand on what the young folks are saying. Stand on business. <laughs> No, you're going to do what you said you're going to do. Oh, you're going to do it. And and so later on, things were happening and moving and shaking. And I was like, what is going on? <gasps> oh, my goodness. That day in the mountains. Are you kidding me? And so here we are. Did you, did you promise that you would be, like, providing the service to other people? Yes. Specifically? Mm-hmm. Not this. No, 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 no. Now take that back. Not this. I just said that if you save me, I promise I'll save others and to service others. But again, a lot of times you find calling within trauma, within tragedy. Yeah. And so I have found myself reinventing myself time after time. That's partially why I wanted to become a clinician because I said, I want to be the best for my clients. Pure, like, you know, period. I just want to be the best for my mm -hmm. clients. Yeah, I want to make sure that I offer them all of me uh, and leave no stone unturned. So, your experiences, your bio, it's amazing. Like, I think you've done such wonderful things, obviously. Like, you've spoken to that. Um, I would love to know what you love about sound healing as one of the many modalities I'm sure you use with your oh, clients. Yeah. Um, some years ago, 2015, maybe 14. I don't know my memory. The sound, I, I had to go to um, Arizona outside of Sedona. And I went to teach a, a group of women that were there for herbalism. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were at this campsite and I had come to teach. And I will never forget, we were in a space. It may have been like their theater. And we gathered there and in this corner was this massive bowl uh, it had to be about 18 to 20 something inch sound bowl. And I didn't know what that was. I was like, what in the world is that? And uh, every week broke for lunch. And so instead of going to lunch, I crawled up on there because that's me. <laughs> I do everything I'm not supposed to, but I crawl up on there and I hit, I hit this sound bowl. Like I hit it. And when I hit, that bowl, it hit my heart. Mm -hmm. And I go, whoa. <laughs> I said, like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so I sat there and I just played and played and played and played till they had to come get me and said, we're done with lunch. We're in another class. They sent me to come get you. What are you doing? I said, I don't but I like it. 
And I left and I kept sneaking in this space during that weekend retreat. And what I found out is from the owner of that bowl, um, mm, what I found out is that she had, that was her bowl and she had other bowls and she bought the bowl because her, her daughter uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was a modality that comforted her before her transition. Um, so she said, although she wanted it to heal, it also, but it healed her heart, meaning mm-hmm. that it was helping her with calmness, her nervous system. Uh, so the anxiety, all of that. And so I did not know that that's what I had. Because remember, my son had been diagnosed. And I had I was riddled with anxiety and I was like, Ooh. but playing that bowl, I was just calm and it just took over. And that's when I discovered the power of a sound healing and how it connected things. That vibration of the bowl took over me and I never wanted to stop. And from there, I found another bowl and found another bowl and other instruments and I put them together and I read what I could. I really got down and dirty with that. The things that I learned was phenomenal, but it was my little thing, you know. We all start, a lot of us start with that small, cute little Tibetan bowl. And that's what I had, my little Tibetan singing bowl and I would play, play, play. (laughs) And the collection just kept growing, it wouldn't stop growing. and then that's when others started to come and they were like, will you do that for me? And I was like, okay. Yeah. And for like, for people who don't know, because I'm sure there's plenty of people who have never experienced it. Um, I have, so I know exactly what you're saying when it like just gets you right down into your soul yeah, um, and you can feel it. But for people who haven't experienced it, can you give like a little bit of an overview on, on like what, sound healing just encompasses like maybe like walk us through what it's like to be in a session with you oh <laughs> yeah like, just the visual because I you know when you don't know when you haven't experienced it I think it's like hard like I feel like you need to yeah visualize it and then we can like go a little deeper yeah you know first we just need to you know solidify what sound healing is All right um, because anybody can buy a bowl and start banging, you know, a lot of people do. So when I train practitioners and I have trained them, um, I love it. It's they go, I didn't, this is quite intense. I'm like, yeah, because I want to teach them about the history of sound. You, you know, to enjoy and to accept sound healing is to ensure that you understand the history of sound. Um before there was man, before there was anything, there was sound. So sound is the very fabric of your existence. Um, And energy, everything is made of energy. And sound is energy. And people need to understand that sound travels, right? It's my voice is traveling over to your ear and flipping over and doing what it does. And then your voice is coming over to me. That sound that's affecting me, what you say is affecting me. It just encompasses all of that. So knowing that there is the first thing that we 
deal with the sound coming into this earth, coming out of the womb. We hear before we even see sound. While we're in the womb, in vitro, you hear sound. So we use percussion instruments to manipulate sound associated with certain body parts, depending on what you need. There are notes within the sound. So uh, because there's megahertz vibrational energy, so it just gets so deep, right? So people need to understand that. Like people will go and they, I'm a sound healer, bang, 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 bang. And I love that for you. (laughs) But you really need to understand what sound is and what it can do because it can wreak havoc. The wrong sound, the wrong note uh, could be awful. Case in point, I have a client or had, excuse me, a client with breast cancer. Um, And she would come for sound healing and reeking. And one day in our session in the studio, I will never, if I sat at her crown and I must have, because it's dark up in there. I don't know. I grabbed the wrong bowl. We're just going and going. And I became drunk off of the sound. And I'm like, well, hell, I'm sitting there and I'm playing this ball at her head and I'm getting more and more. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I got to sit down. I'm sitting and I'm just like, oh, I got to stop. And I go, I stopped. And it was really at the end of session and at the end of session, she goes, oh, my God, what was going on? I was feeling like I was just so drunk. I was just feeling out of it. And I go, oh, my God. So, you know, the... You just got to know what you're doing because every bowl, just hitting every bowl isn't quite doing it. It might sound good, but is it the note that you need to use associated with the body part? Um, So playing too much, too loud, all of that, you have to be careful. You shouldn't be playing sound bowls around pregnant women. You know, people don't know that. They're just banging on bowls. <laughs> and they're just playing the bowl and around the bell. And like, well, no, it should be okay. Well, that sound is traveling and it is quite loud. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very, very careful. I don't do sound healing for pregnant, very pregnant women. I just don't. Um, so I think that people need to understand that because it's mind, body, and spirit. It is joining all of that. There is science behind it, right? Because it's brainwave entrainment. Um, it is going directly to the brain, the brain uh, waves, right? Because the sound, the frequency in the music, it can induce those brain waves to align with those sound wave frequency, right? And so it's going to alter this individual in a different state of consciousness, which is what you want to do because there's different types of consciousness. So all of this goes into it and people need to understand the differences between the bowls, right? Because there, when people come to the class, they go, oh my God, there's so many things that you need to know. You need to know what you know. Um, and so with all, you know, with all of that in mind, when a person is ready for a sound healing session with me, um, they're going to fill out paperwork because I need to know what's going on in your life. Not because I'm just nosy, but because I need to see why are you in front of me? 
And what are you concerned about? What are you not concerned about? And you shouldn't. Um, and it's there that I get a great understanding of why you, you're here and um, how I can help you um, and what your concerns are. Um, and then um, from there, I'm going to direct you to, it depends if it's an individual in person, you're going to lay on my, <clears throat> on my massage table um, and get comfortable. And I will introduce probably a couple of bowls to you and hit a couple of strokes so you can get used to the sound. And then I'm going to introduce you to aromatherapy because smell is important and I need to <clears throat> get you out of my way. <laughs> I need to get you to sleep. <laughs> so I'm going to try to help the situation by giving, putting some aromatherapy that will calm you and your nervous system because you're undoubtedly going to be nervous. And then once that happens, I'm going to ask for permission to work with your higher spiritual guides. Um, I need that permission from you to do this work. And once you give me and grant me the permission, then I'm going to do my thing and zip up. I'm going to zip up because whatever you got, I don't want it. And I need to also at that time very quietly ask my spirit guide to come and help me and assist um, and then there's the beauty. There's the magic that happens for about 50 minutes where you're there and you're lifted, you're lifted up, you're brought down with grounding, probably with a gong, and you're lifted up again. And I'm using tuning forks and what you see about the wind chimes and the different types of uh, glass or, you know, and this puppy, she really rings very loud. And regular blown glass um, and the very thick glass bowls, hand bowls and tight pyramids and, oh my God, types and bowls. But I'm going to be very, I'm going to be guided intuitively by spirit because before I start anything, I'm going to do a body scan. I know what you tell me, but I'm going to ask spirit to tell me because a lot of times people lie. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Or they, they don't know, or they don't, they don't or know, right? They're or, not, or they just travel. They're like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to tell her." Mm -hmm. like, but it always comes out, and when they get up, I go, "Oh, I, by the way, I fix A, B, and C," right? And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, I love to see the transition from getting there, being awoke, to like getting in theta, you know, a deep trance sleep." Um, I love to see that. I love to see the release of the tears, the heart chakra open up, busting open and, and releasing. Um, it's just beauty in all of that. Um, and, uh, it takes a couple of sessions to really do the, the work, especially when there's a lot of pain. Um, yeah. So that's what it looks like for individuals. Since you just brought up chakras, can you talk about a little bit like how the sound healing contributes to the balancing of the chakras or the alignment of the energy centers? Yeah, because the chakras are these beautiful pinwheels. I'll call them beautiful little pinwheels or wheels within the body. And there are many chakra points, but we westernized individuals like myself, um, we just want to deal with the main ones, right? We don't want to be, we don't want to deal with all these others that are in the hands and all around the ears. And 
Yeah. So, and we don't really have that time, right? So we're going to hit those main ones. You know, we're going to hit the root, uh, the sacral, the solar, the heart, the throat, the third, and that crown. That's all we want to be dealing with is with this, with those seven. Um, because again, Westerners need to, now, we need things right now. We're, I'm busy. I don't have time. Come on. And, and I've been told, come on, align me. I got, I got somewhere to be. I'm like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> so with that, Sometimes certain wheels within the body will get stuck, will become unbalanced, uh, will become blocked off. There's a lot of gunk in there. And there's a lot of gunk in there because we, a lot of us aren't taught, God bless the children now. Well, all these new agey, what we would have called back in the day, hippie ass parents, excuse me, I just cursed. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Back, didn't nobody tell us about no chakras back in the 80s? I didn't know what that was. I probably thought that was some cereal or something. <laughs> so um, these wheels are really important because they can, you can find yourself unbalanced. Um, but when they're balanced, life is amazing. And life makes sense. And you're floating in air. And all things are aligned for you. If you see a doll, you can pick it up off the ground. You're just whistling through society, right? But when they're blocked, you're going to experience uh, depression, um, some sorts of mental illnesses, um, anxiety, sadness. Like you're going to experience thing blockages. Maybe you don't have money, relationship issues and woes. I mean, the list can go on and on depending on where you are experiencing that blockage. Um, So we would be talking a long time about that. So the sound comes in because it will identify that blockage and it will lift, it will cleanse, right? And just much like Reiki, when you're pulling out, I call it gunk, when you're pulling out that gunk, getting rid of it, taking it back up, repurposing it and bringing it back down into the body. That sound is going to do all that work. I love it. You just go ahead and you hit a note and it's going to go straight right there where you need it. Right. I could do a scan on my right now and it'll go wherever it needs And it'll do that on its own. And that's beautiful. Um, and it will cleanse that chakra and do what it needs to do. So it'll send you on your merry way and you'll be clean. I'm hopeful that I'm answering. I do tend to veer off. <laughs> oh, no, you definitely are. You definitely are. I think um, some people are probably wondering, how do I know what's blocked? Like, how do I know? Do they need to know? Or what's the feeling? No, they don't need to know what chakra is blocked. They need to be, I'm glad you brought that up. This is where you teach people to go inside, right? Because we're not living on the, on the inside. We're living on the outside. Everything is on the outside. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything is for show. Everything's on the outside. Sitting and being with the self and going within, it will tell you, your spirit guide will tell you, hey, this is unhealthy. You're dealing with a lot of uh, brain fog. COVID gave us a lot of brain fog. If you're like me and going through some menopause, <laughs> it's gonna, you're going to get brain fog, honey. Um, 
a lot of, you don't have mental clarity, you suffer from depression, headaches, all those things. Your crown chakra is maybe unbalanced block. You want to check that. Um, you're not able to see things clearly. You might only see your own way. You fail to see other people's, uh, you know, how they feel. If you struggle with that, your third eye could be like your wisdom is off. You don't have discernment. Um, a lot of stubborn people. Right. Everybody's throwing the word narcissist around. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, that's the buzzword now. Um, people who are unable to see other people's views and think that their view is the only way. Their third eye is blocked. You're having problems communicating. You can't speak up for yourself. You can't speak your truth. Or maybe you have an overactive throat chakra. Maybe you talk too much. Maybe you talk about people too much. You gossip, all of that. You need to, that's an overactive throat. The heart, need I say more? Heartache and pain, suffering here. Um, breast cancer, heart disease. Um, let's get into it. COPD, lung problems. COVID, bronchitis, all of that is here in the lung. And the lungs are down, kind of down here. So we want to say high heart, low heart. And so those, those chakras in there, that heart and that solar plexus is affected, right? And then we have, you lack joy. You don't have much joy. Um, you can't find joy in your day-to-day. -day. You're just so unhappy. We need to unblock or we need to clean out your solar plexus. Sacral, low self-esteem. Um, you can't seem to find enjoyment with sex. You haven't had sex in a long time. You're prudent about that. There's no self-pleasure. You can't find, uh, you have low self-esteem. You can't find that you're a goddess or you're a true king, right? You're not feeling good about yourself. We need to work on that sacral, right? Because people mistaken the sex for the root. Root is about feeling supported, feeling safe. Um, the root is about money, not feeling like you have enough. So you're unsteady. You're just like, oh my God, I, my, my money, what's going on? You need to work on that root. So with women, I usually have to work with the lower chakras, right? The heart comes hardened from different relationships and stuff like that. And then they fail to have joy. And then a lot of women who suffer from sexual abuse, a lot of sexual abuse or rape, uh, their sacral chakra needs to be cleansed. And with compassion and love, they need to be taken care of there, right? So that's, that's the, some of the very like subtle reasons. No, that was that was amazing explanation. I think it was very clear and helpful yeah. for people who don't really understand um like the association between the emotion our emotions and our stored emotions and how we process and release them. Um and that sound healing can be a tool to help us do that. Mm -hmm. Are there other um specific issues I guess that sound healing like targeted like specifically towards stress, anxiety, or other physical ailments that you feel like yeah. it helps to contribute to like that type of emotional release? We suffered a lot with, um, in COVID. And I think that people are just like not really paying attention there because it's supposed we're out of the woodworks, right? 
But what happened is that there was a lot of fear mongering going on. There was a lot Mm -hmm. of fear and that fear and anxiety just means worry, right? Of things seen and unseen, Um, things that are real and not real, proposed things. And so with sound healing, it really goes into, we need to understand that the sound travels within your DNA. And some of our DNA has been wired to have anxiety uh, through the womb with our our mothers and our fathers. Uh, We were created in an anxiety riddled situation (laughs) or mama bear had anxiety while carrying us. Um, And so your nervous system is wired that way. Um, So a lot of people need to understand that that's one of the biggest things that I help people with because you're going to be, it's going to do what it needs to do, these bowls. It's going to go in there and it's going to work with your DNA, with your cells, and it's going to work with your energy field and your megahertz. I live my life based on the megahertz pyramid uh, or just the megahertz Period. I know where I, if I ask you, do you know, if you had to guess, do you know what megahertz is? Yes. Where would you guess that my megahertz is? I have no idea. (laughs) Right. I could probably guess on you. And I know for a fact that you hover around a good 450, 500 and on a very low day, it probably doesn't get lower than maybe a 300, 250. Um, but so we know that 500 is love. 500, 520 is the megahertz of love. Um, so I hover very high. Uh, I noticed it there. And, and I'm going somewhere with this because this is important. People need to understand their megahertz, right? Worry, fear, stress, anxiety is going to push you down to like a 200 and something. Depression and all of that, suicide, ideation is going to push you all the way down lower than a 250. That's where you can't get out of bed. You can't operate on a daily basis, right? That's scary because the earth hums and it's a very low megahertz vibration, to be honest. Um, The earth is down there in the hundreds, right? And when we are gone, suppose when we transition, where does the body go? In the earth or back to the earth. But the spirit rises up. The spirit is going to rise up. Some people say it's going to rise, it's going to go down. But I ain't, that ain't my business. But <laughs> we're just, for, just for this sake, we're going to say that spirit yeah. is going to rise up out that body and it's going to do what it do and it's going to go back to the universe. And to, universe is above 800, 900, angelic. You up there with God. Baby, I don't want to go above a 600. Don't, no, I'm good. You know, so I see these YouTube saying, oh, go to sleep on this vibrational music at 925. I don't want to meet God yet. I love the energy of God, but I ain't trying to go up there and join God yet. So I'm good on that. So what I'm saying is with the sound bowls, it's going to figure out for you. It takes the guesswork out for you and will do and target what it needs to, if that makes sense. Did it make sense? It does. And I, I want to talk more about this megahertz. Yeah. Because it's 
fascinating. Um, I mean, it's amazing that with the bowls, like you don't have to think about, well, you do as a practitioner, like you have to think about what you're doing, but like as a person who's receiving, you don't need to think about it, which is the beauty of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you said, you can go on YouTube and you can search up whatever you want and you'll find a million things, all different frequencies, right? All different frequencies, vibrations, whatever. Yeah. And people are just popping those on, putting them on their headphones. So let's talk about that because I think that's the what most people probably do is that they search something, they listen to it while they're meditating or trying to go to sleep or just whatever. Um, so can you talk to that? <laughs> talk to talk to those people. So um you know I'm <laughs> myself and my teacher we talk about this all the time. He is indigenous uh to this land. Beautiful soul out there in Sedona. Just sweat lodging it to death and helping folks. He I said you too famous. I don't like this. You're just too famous. He's cracking up and we sitting um, after he does what he needs to do with me as far as getting me right and scolding me because I'm going to get scolded about something. Uh, we have this conversation and he's just like, yeah, you know, it's so rampant and he keeps me level and grounded and reminding me this is what we want. We want people to wake up. Mm-hmm. We want them to wake up. Um, we do. But then I get nervous because there's so many people that don't understand the very foundation of things and they jump on it because it feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels good, but is it correct for what, is it what you need? Right. Uh, people are doing these things and they don't understand the megahertz. Megahertz. Everything has megahertz. This, everything, this, this is meg has megahertz. It's sound. It goes back to the beginning sound. Um, and there are levels to the to that feeling. There's levels to your energy, you know. That's why you when you see people go, oh, you look like you ain't got no energy. Are you okay? Have you got any rest? Oh, child, I ain't got none. I'm sick. I don't feel good. That's very low. When a person has very low energy, you don't want them to work on you. <laughs> you know. I've noticed people, listen, I sit back and I watch. I'm very observant. So I I have seen people that maybe have gotten a couple of um, healings from me and then turned around and say they're a healer. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, it's so scary now, right? Because it's like, if you don't know what you know, if you're based off of what you're feeling, that's not because it's not about you. You've got to really do your homework with this stuff and make sure that you're aligned with what that you are teaching. So with this megahertz, if you learn the megahertz chart, if you understand where you are megahertz wise, you can live your life based off of that. And you can figure out um, how to manipulate your energy. I mean, that sounds magical. (laughs) Is it? Okay, so what's this chart? I'm going to link it, but like, is it something that you can study on your own or do you need someone? Yeah. You can. All you need to do is simply look up megahertz energy. Um, and it will give you a chart and you will see with different colors where the numbers are and what the different uh, emotions or 
Ah, that's great, right? Then you have like depression, sadness, anger, hostility, jealousy, love, and spirituality. It is going to show you. You're going to know. So just all you have to do is Google it M, capital M, capital H, lowercase c. Put megahertz chart and it will come up for you. Okay. And then if, um, okay, so let's say I'm trying to go to sleep. And I want to find a frequency. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you, what would you suggest? Go to sleep with the frequency of love. Okay. Because it's all about love. Everything is love. Yeah. So that's your favorite frequency. That's my favorite frequency. I'm here. Let me tell you, I am love. Do you not feel my love? Of course. Yes. It feels good. I feel you. You feel me all as well. Um, that is where I'm at. That is what I like to vibrate. Now, there's times when I dip a little because somebody didn't try me. <laughs> I'm still from Memphis. <laughs> so when I'm like that, you ain't going to feel it. Love's still that. I'm just going to dip for a minute and come on back up. But if it ain't time, I am not feeling at 500. I'm not working. I am not going to do energy healing. We will have to reschedule because why would I work on you with a lowered energy? That's mm-hmm. not fair. That's not okay. Right. Yeah. So you have to be careful. I really want people to be very careful with the healers that they go to. Know who they're working under. For me, my frequency is love, 500 and up. Uh, when I'm in a meditative uh, state and I'm doing my spiritual work, I literally do go up. We know, and my students know I'm above a 650 or 700, but I'm going to stay ground. I will do something purposely, say something ignorant <laughs> so I can come back down. I ain't trying to go up there yet. I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know, so I know when to bring it back down. I'm like, okay, let me put on some trap music or something, twerk a little bit to bring me back on down. <laughs> Too much of anything, right, is not good for you, supposedly, but I have to live in this world. I still have a teenager I have to take care of. So I'm not quite ready to go above and and be at monk status. There was a time where I really wanted to go to uh, ashram or Mm -hmm. go into and just become a Buddhist uh, nun. Um, But, you know, I have a teenager and she's like, you better not. Yeah, she needs my baby. Yeah. So, you know, I have more work to do, but um, I'm pretty much there. You know, I'm just taking, I'm just chilling. I'm just doing the work that I need to do. And I'm not of this world at all. Uh, I just live here and try to clean a little bit, clean up my area and help you clean yours. Um, Each one, teach one. I feel like if, if I do my work with you, you gonna turn around and do with others. I don't like when my students stay with me forever. My students are gone. I I cut the cord about two years ago, and because um, you need to learn on your own. Absolutely. This is home. You can always come back home. I'm always here for you, but I don't need people to worship me or you know need me so much that they can't function. And, and right. Yeah, you want to give them the tools so that they can yeah. go and yeah. do it themselves. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. These tools are here to help you. 
there's so much help. There's so much love in these bowls. Sound, again, is the beginning. So use it. What you listen to matters. Your music matters, right? When you're low, reach out to get something that speaks to your soul. You're not, you get up, you're not feeling good. You don't feel like you're with it. Put on a self-affirmation. I, I recorded a self-affirmation. Do that. Listen to that. But don't listen to it. I tell people, put it on and just let it play. Mind your business. Brush your teeth. Wash your face. Take a shower. Fix your cough. Do whatever you need to do, but let it play in the background, in your ears. What's happening is it is going to re-record on your brain. It's gorgeous. That's beautiful. You need to retrain your brain. You can record over that tape that you have continuously ruminating in your mind of negativity. Don't worry about it. Just let something else, that's that sound coming in, retraining your brain with the self-affirmations. The music you want to listen to, you stressed out, put on a meditation uh, tape or a song. It's everywhere. You know, just put it on. And then just let go. And while you're listening, breathe. The number one thing is actualizing your breath, becoming one with your breath. Feel the air going into the nostrils. Hold. Let go. That's a reset. That's your reset button. Every time you feel that stress, you got to. Feel the air come in, let it travel where it needs to travel, and then let go, let go, let go. The breath is important. I teach breath alignment and pranayama. The breath is important, okay? And then when you are done for the day, you're going to sit still and give praises. What does that look like? Gratitude. You have to have gratitude. Even for what you just if you say you don't have much, be grateful for that because there are people who don't even have that. Every day above ground is a good day. Find something good about it, even if it's just your breath. Yeah. But the sounds that you allow in your life is important. Remember that who you listen to, who you talk to, what you listen to, it's important. I think just being, you know, conscious of that. Yeah, I think to, uh, like overall being more mindful in general. I mean, the whole I love this podcast because I try to give people information to just like change small habits, right? Like just mm-hmm. change one thing, whether it's your I love breath work too. Um that you're focusing on your breath one time in a day when you never have. I mean, there's people who don't at all, you know, or you change one song that you're listening to or add in one affirmation. It's just like these tiny things that make huge changes in the end and being consistent obviously is important. Um, And I love all of those tips that you just gave. Are there any other, like if someone really wants to incorporate sound healing, um, obviously they can go find a place to go to. There's, you know, that which is the best, but on there, is there a way to really incorporate it on your own? Mm-hmm. And how would you suggest that? Um, I think that it's important to get your, your Tiberton bowl. My bowls are put in, put away. I'm so proud of myself. They're not just strewn about, but I, <laughs> I 
the set of the type of 10 beautiful brass bowls. Find You can go to many places and find a type of 10 bowl. Um, you might want to go. There's a lot of mystical shops in, in every town now, right? Mm-hmm. You go there and you find a, a small type of 10 bowl. I like the type of 10 bowls. They, they have history. Yeah. Uh, the Tibetan monks usually make them. Some are mass reproduced. So, I mean, you could go on Amazon and get you a bowl chat. Um, <laughs> just to start. It's okay. Um, but just know that there are significant differences in these bowls. Um, these bowls here were found by accident. These were not created uh, for sound healing. The Tibetan bowls were because the the Buddhist monks knew they used them for meditation, you know, prayer, meditation, chanting. They were created for this reason. This is pressed silica. Uh, This is a wonderful glass that was created by accident. They were like, they hit it and they were like, whoa, this sounds good. (laughs) And thus we have westernized sound bowls, my love. These are mass produced usually in China. Sometimes we have a couple of factories here now in America, Um, but these were not created for that. But here they are and they're wonderful. And I love them for that Um, because we're so resourceful as Westerners. We can find uses for everything. So you can also get a small one of these bowls. And I would always tell you to start with your root chakra. When your root is connected and it is hmm, when your root is turning, that chakra reel is turning correctly, and you feel supported, you feel safe, everything else can come together. So start at your root. I would say that. Start at your root with four. And hit it. And sit there and breathe. That's all. Yeah. So you physically like hold the bowl at your root and just feel it, play the bowl, well, and feel the sound. Well, you know, I'm a little different. <laughs> so I'll show you. So one of my big things is uh, for women, especially, I love you two men, but I just want to talk to the women. Uh, one of the big deals is to squat. Okay. Like in a goddess squat. Yeah, we just need to squat. You need to squat. Women should be squatting at least twice a day and taking elbows and trying to open up a little bit because we're not opening up mm-hmm. enough. And that is for, you know, everything's hanging. And there, that root is hanging, the sacral is, you know, and you can, it's lining up already. You're lining your chakras up doing this, right? Keeping the back straight. And then when you want to hit a root bowl, the vibrations will come. Remember, travel sound. The sounds travel rather. And so when you hit that, you're getting what you need. Where your bowl could be here and you, you go and it's getting what it needs. That's what I do with my root bowl when I feel unbalanced. And it's beauty there, right? Um, so you want to do that or just sitting. Say a lot of people can't do that doesn't matter. Then sit the way you can. If you can sit, uh, you know, in your meditative pose and with a bowl, that's great. If the, the sound will travel. 
Um, if you need to sit in a chair because you can't get on the floor, that's fine. Do what's best for you. Do what's best for you because you just want to play the ball. It's going to get to where it needs to get anyway. You don't need to worry about that. Okay. And then if you want to focus on something different, like your heart, um, is there a different practice or do you still just kind of keep (sighs) the bowl there and then let the sound travel Well, um, with with intention? With intention, with a heart. uh, You can use the bowl, but I I would prefer people to tap, you know, EFT, emotional Mm -hmm. freedom. Or just tapping is amazing, right? And I'm sorry, I just do this warming up the energy in my hands. The most important thing you can do is place your hand over high heart, low heart, and just breathe, you know, with the intention of working and sending gratitude to the heart chakra. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because no matter how many bumps and bruises or hits, or how many times it breaks, it always comes back. It keeps working for you. It never gives up. The beauty in that, you know, you need to feel gratitude for your body. You can do all the sound bowls you want, but if you are not sending gratitude to your body, to different body parts, and especially those parts that you don't even like, yeah? Sitting with the intention to align with the body. That's what you need to do first. Okay. Because you're hitting bowls and making sounds and asking the body to correct itself when you don't even appreciate it. That's a problem. So you want to start with some self-love and trying to get that energy right with yourself. So many people are talking about everybody else's energy. I don't want to be around people with bad energy. Have you ever thought that you have bad energy for yourself? I've had it. We've all had it. Not appreciating our bodies. Not slowing down to connect with the body. You have got to connect. And that's where that, that's why people do yoga, you know. Yoga practitioners were using sound and doing all those things first because they had connected themselves with their bodies. We've got to get back connected with our true bodies, our true self. And we need to start sending love to our bodies. Love yourself the way the creator loves you. Who can say they love themselves the way the creator loves you? It's not easy, it is work. Once you can start accepting, yourself, then you can go here to this heart and you can ask this heart for forgiveness. Please forgive me for neglecting you, for doubting you, for using you, for not acknowledging you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, heart, for being here for me when I haven't even been here for myself. And then at that point, you can use your heart bowl. My heart bowl is over there and I'm Boing. And with that intention, oh, you'll be punched up with love. Yeah. So you can find the right bowl, the F bowl or whatever. Um, but when you get really good with sound, um, your less spirit guides you to use and manipulate different notes to correlate with the main note to go uh, to do your sound healing. But the best healing is the one you do with yourself first. The best sound 
is the sound of your own voice. And what you speak to yourself, that's the sound your body needs. That's it. That was beautiful. You are like such a wonderful, beautiful human and soul. And I'm so grateful that we spent a full hour together talking. I feel so much gratitude for you. And yes, I feel your love right through the screen. So (laughs) thank you so much. Um, I do want you to tell people how they can find you or work with you um, or the best way to connect with you. Yeah, because you remember travel uh, sounds travel. Why do I want to say travel? (laughs) But sounds travel. uh, So I do a lot of healing um, online with my clients. So you just go to flowinglotuscenter.com. Flowinglotuscenter.com and you'll find me. Um, type in Toshia Shaw, you definitely will find me on every medium. I try to use my social media for good to help others to to spread awareness and love. But I'm playing sounds too. You can find me on YouTube. Um, but if you go to my website, it's gonna pull it all together. You can find so the only one I don't want you to go to is Twitter. <laughs> Love it. I just I'm a mess on Twitter. Follow me if you want to. Okay, that's on you, boo. That's on you. <laughs> okay, I keep myself grounded with Twitter. I love cracking up. So, yeah, don't forget to uh, search your heart, figure out what you need, what you want, and then reach out to me. And if you don't have a clue, you can get a discovery call and we'll talk for a few minutes and we'll come up with what you need. So perfect. Yeah, I might be calling you on a discovery call for myself. That's right. You better call me. I'd yeah. love to work with you. So many blessings to you and what you're doing, and um, bringing fulfillment from the heart center to you, and and just keep going and spreading awareness. It's what we need. You're doing your part, and I'm so grateful that you found me and allowed me to be a part of this, Nicole. Uh, thank you so much thank you all so much for listening today you can check out the show notes to find out important info from today's episode you can also support the show by subscribing share an episode with somebody you love or give me a review over on apple Podcasts. if you want to connect with me you can always find me on instagram at expand with nicole i really appreciate you all so much and i cannot wait to share more wellness and lifestyle content with you on the next episode Today, I have such a special guest. I have Toshia Shaw, who is the CEO and founder of the Flowing Lotus Center, where she is a transformational life coach, a psychotherapist, and a mindfulness and spiritual teacher. She's a certified Reiki master and a sound healer, and she uses her intuition to locate and correct imbalances in her client's energy flow. And she does this by focusing on physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness through Reiki, sound healing, pranayama, breath alignment, and meditation classes. So I hope you like it. So so, jo- so thank you for being here and listen in as we learn all about sound healing.